Hello, listener. It's New Game Plus, your pixel perfect podcast for all things gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And your co host, Antonio. And this week, we have a very special guest. You may know him from the wonderful series Checkpoint XP on campus. Who we got here? Yo, what's up? It's Jacob Brothers, known as Groovitude. How we doing? Yes, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Checkpoint XP on campus, you'll know that I used to be a host on that show too. And me and Jacob had the most friendliest of relationships on that show. Yeah, he aged out. So, no, I, I, I took over the UNLV. Ow. Ow. Takeover. Ow. <laughs> Did you. Hmm. Went straight for the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> well, we brought you back for a boomer segment. <laughs> you keep on just reaching for that low-hanging oh, fruit. Oh, I love it. There. And you know what I mean by the low-hanging fruit. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your height? Oh. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the fun part. Oh, man. Uh, I love you guys. Okay. I, I, I appreciate you inviting me onto the show, though. I'm excited. Yeah, that's why I invited you to my own podcast. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep you in Still check, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Antonio, you got a special challenge for me and Jacob today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce what we're we doing here today? All right. So today we are going to be doing essentially uh, some character battles. Now, oh. uh, before, before recording, uh, or at least a week prior to the recording, you guys sent me a list of five characters, each from two very respected uh, game company franchises. So we have... Uh, Daniel, you are representing Team Nintendo. And, That's uh, no shocker to anyone who yep. knows me and Jacob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Jacob here is re- representing Team Sega. So you Let's guys go. sent me you guys sent me five different characters, and I had the pleasure of coming up with five individual matchups. And uh, you guys will be presenting your case for and you know for your respective characters to who should win that respective round. And then after the end of all this, we're going to try and let the viewers decide who won. In this case, listeners. Yeah. Viewers, listeners, they, you, you, see with your, you see with your ears. So question from the crowd. Are we, are we debating on which is better or who would win in a literal throwing of hands? We're going with literal throwing of hands there. This is death oh, battle. Okay. Cool. I mean, if it's a popularity thing, that could go either way with some of these things. Well, one of my options will be a very interesting <laughs> angle. I also want to get some behind-the-scenes uh, set up here. Um, I, I came up with this idea from a long time ago. Um, I want to give a huge shout-out to uh, Ben, Robbie, and Kevin for, from The Other Identity, another Checkpoint uh, uh, product here with their Avengers vs. Justice League uh, episode, which kind of inspired this idea. Um, we gave it a whole week to pick up the matchups. Hmm. And uh, I was going to do like research on each of my characters, but then I feel like, well, I don't know who they're facing, so I don't know how to make the argument. And I yeah. figured Jacob didn't know the same either. Yeah, no, no. To be honest, I thought we were debating on which ones are better than the other. So, oh we're no, boys. But you know, I'm very quick to jump to who can beat who, so this will be very easy for sure. And Antonio just came into his recording super excited, and I said, that I got a sense of bloodlust from his voice for the record. Oh yeah. Oh, so all all I was told was I was going to be the impartial like announcer for these two. And uh, let's just say 10 minutes before recording, I, I came up with a couple of, uh, well, you'll see. All right. So with that being said, we got the setup all going on. Antonio, bring us on to this Nintendo versus Sega death battle. All righty then. Well, then our first opening battle brings Blobular, Bountiful Beauty to the battlefield. 
One fighter is capable of generating near infinite amounts of pain, while the other is capable of eating the same amount. It's Nintendo's very own Kirby up against Sega's very own Puyo Puyo Pieces. Round one. Oh, no. Oh, who's going first? Daniel, you have the floor. Okay, so this is where it has going to work out. You had the Puyo Puyo Pieces, right? Here comes cute little Kirby, only 8 inches tall. That is canon, look it up. All you have to do is suck up all those single Puyo pieces, and guess what? Uh, he's, he's, he's now Puyo. That's it. It's all, it's all that needs to be done. So you're I saying that Puyo wins, because if Kirby's what? Puyo... You don't even let me have my counterpoint, bro. If he becomes Puyo, then Puyo can just stack on top of Kirby and destroy him when there's enough of them lined up. All right. Well, then there's, let's, oh. let's talk about Kirby's other options. All right. Okay. Kirby, all he has to do is just, he has all these different moves. He has the swords. He has, uh, he, can, has he can absorb other people out there. So he has different attack options. Also, he is near invincible. He's only a child and he has so much power. The dude can destroy a whole planet when needed. What can a Puyo do? 19 chain combo to full garbage screen clear. Yeah, pr pretty pretty much. For somebody who's impartial, dude. <laughs> I'm just providing another point. Uh, whoops. Are you on, Antonio? I'm, I'm on the side of entertaining fights. Oh, you bitch. Okay. I, I felt like I said all I needed to say because I just don't see how a Puyo can attack Kirby other than make Kirby turn into a Puyo. But, Jacob, please, go on here. Okay, well, you already kind of went a cheap route of like, well... If Kirby knows that he's going to fight Puyo, he can just go find somebody to get the power. All of Kirby's powers, for the most part, he doesn't have unless he has already interacted with that one entity. So realistically, unless this is Super Smash Brothers, he's not going to have his hammer and his sword and his grabs and his blah, 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 blah. And so if it's just vanilla Kirby, he just has hand-to-hand -hand combat. And if I have, I don't know, infinite Puyo, Kirby can suck all he wants, but he can't, if he turns into a Puyo, it's done. So basically, Infinite Puyo can jump into Kirby's Infinite Void. So Kirby doesn't really have a win state here, to be honest with you. He just kind of has a lose state or a neutral state. Thank you for your time. To be <laughs> fair, Kirby is Sakurai's favorite. That is true. And we, yeah, we, we, we support Sakurai. On his hands. But you forget that I have the clout of the mean bean machine. You don't have that kind of clout. Okay. What are you coming? <laughs> hold on, hold. I mean, the Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine versus Kirby's. Did you know there was a Kirby Puyo game on the SNES? I don't know anything about Puyo, bro. The first time I played it was against you in Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I just know they're very cute. They're very, they're very cute. They're stronger than Kirby because there's infinite of them, and Kirby can't use his main ability, otherwise he's instantly done. So. Uh as we're watching Kirby, honestly, it, it I feel like it's in that case oh, maybe it'll be a stalemate. But I just I want to as we're winding down this argument, I just find it hilarious. You went with the actual Puyos themselves, even though the Puyo Puyos has actual characters in that game. Of course, so, I guess you got to go with the mascot, right? Well, yeah. they're also really cute. Like I mean, they are. Okay, if it was between cuteness, I feel like this would be a stalemate. Okay, yeah, no, that for sure, for sure. <laughs> But yeah. I mean, in practicality, like Kirby even floats, but then the Puyo come from the sky. So mm -hmm. like, you're you're kind of boned, to be honest with you. 
Okay, are we, if we're assuming that Kirby had as access to his terminal, all Kirby needs to do is get the warp star quits, can go faster than the speed of light. Concerning his access to his terminal. I'm talking about if this on the field, bro. It's scientifically impossible. You can't go faster than the speed of light. Uh, yeah, you can only go at the speed of light. But, you know, if... of light. Who was the one survivor of that intro? You, it was Kirby. He was able to beat light, dude. I just don't see a win state for Kirby. It's either a stalemate or a loss, to be honest with you. You know, it's a good thing you don't see it because we're going to let the audience decide. If That's you right. think, yes, we're going to put this poll. Every matchup will be a poll on Twitter. We'll let them decide who wins each one. Oh, that's a good that's a good opening round, Antonio. I'm pretty sure we can agree at least. The world needs more what? adorable Puyo and Kirby merch, both of them. Oh, for sure. I mean, yes, of course. <laughs> no one's gonna oh. argue that. Alrighty, well. Glad that that's whet your appetite, because then next up, a battle between two titular titans. Both of these characters are without a doubt the faces of their franchises, and both have a plethora, plethora of sequels, spin-offs, and guest appearances, and both are actually quite fond of the color red. That's right, it's not exactly what you think it is because it's Sega's I.I. from Super Monkey Ball up against Nintendo's very own Mario. Round oh. two. Um, yeah, Jacob, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so first off, um, I, I, he, um, he can do a lot with his sphere. Well, first off, he has a shield by default. Mario can just, you know, hit, throw his hammers at it or whatever he wants to do or shoot fireballs that would bounce off. But also, he can use his ball as a flying machine. So he's already super agile. He's already flying. Mario can't fly unless he has a running start with a cape. Um, he could also just drop on him. The shield itself could probably, like, clip him, to be honest. Or he could just bring Mario into his ball and just ruin him that way. Or he could just run over Mario. So unless Mario has access to his arsenal, Mario's already pretty outmatched because he can jump. But if he jumps on a ball, that doesn't hurt him. So, there's not too much Mario can do there. So, basically, I think my boy would just kind of roll around, not at the speed of sound, and just, just kind of run over Mario until he's over it. And then go through the gate and move on to the next area. Alright, so first of all, uh, monkey balls cannot fly. They glide. They eventually hit the ground. Okay. Yeah. So, and you say, all Mario would need to do is just kick the ball into some water. That's it. That's all he needs to do. Either then, then there's uh, then Aya has two options: either get the ball, or just drown. All he needs to be done. Okay. And are you, are you saying? Well, it'd be kind of hard for Mario to kick that also, into the water. Also, let's 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 point something out here. He brings in him into the ball. Mario is a well-known hand-to-hand specialist. You're telling me that in a fist fight in a closed space. Uh, Mario cannot beat a monkey. He's beaten monkeys way before eyes even existed. For yeah, some. but not by hitting them, by jumping on them. And he can't jump on anyone in that ball. So really, he's in Ai's no, um. He's saying Mario can throw hands. Mario can easily throw hands. One of his attacks, Smash Brothers, I guess. But in like, RPG, one of his attacks is just throwing his fist, dude. I guess. I mean, now if he if he had his hammer, if he had a big old hammer, that would be a concern. But, I mean, honestly, if it's just Mario in hand-to-hand versus a monkey of a similar size in hand-to-hand, I'm not that concerned. Kicking into water would be fair, but at the same time, to get a kick that strong and to be in the right spot, and which is a very like, critical weakness to be aware of... It's like a 90-degree slope. He would, have to tr- he would have to try to stop 
the ball from rolling at him. And when that ball's rolling, you know how fast it goes. It's rolling like faster than a Limp Biscuit song. Like it will just take him off his feet. Like Let's I just at a really high hill. I mean, if there's a high hill, yeah, but then he can just roll down the other hill and then take off in the flight. And then I'd like uh, to see the loser. All the way on top of a hill. Well, if <laughs> if Mario's on top of a hill, he has to come to him. He has to come to I. Why would he have to? <laughs> By default, why would I have to come to him? It's over, Anakin. He has the high ground. Yeah, but all Mario can do there is slide. <laughs> to be honest with you, like, he wouldn't cool. even need to. Oh, he wouldn't need to. I could do it. I bet that no. I, okay, if we're talking about the hill at that point, it's just a stale. It's another stalemate. That that would actually be a stalemate. It would be a stalemate. Because well, you have to think about Mario. It, it will depend on what's at his disposal. Because most of Mario's abilities would not do anything to I I A A. However you pronounce it, I know it's I I. It won't do anything to him because he just has that shield. Fireballs wouldn't do anything. Ice balls wouldn't do anything. The cape wouldn't do anything. The tanuki, um, whatever oh, whatever it's called, wouldn't do anything. Let's say I rolling at him at high speed. One flick at a clip, he's going the other direction. Okay. That's not a horrible need... argument. Yeah. So if he has the cape or hammer, Mario has a shot. Otherwise, he's kind of done so. Hmm. Interesting. It, it must be kind of lame to have a character that's so dependent on items because by himself, he's pretty useless. That, Ugh. you know, with my mascot, I don't really have that problem, so I can't relate. But, um... It, what is it, your it, mascot it, without his ball, dude? What is your it, mascot without his ball? A monkey. And that's Mario fair, can but the also his character. Monkey. Super monkey. Super <laughs> Mario. <laughs> a, he has fought aliens, so he is well-versed in the, the combats. That's all I got. I'm done here. That's all I got. You sick little bastard coming up with these really bizarre matchups. I love it. What this did you think good. we were gonna get another Mario versus Sonic? That's been done for yeah, hell and high Sonic water. every time. Yeah, so they've never done, done conversation to be mm -hmm. to be fair. Mm -hmm. Gotta get to the fun. <laughs> All right, round three. I can't believe um, we're round. Three. I feel like we could have done more characters if we we're gonna go this fast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, that's okay. we say that for a sequel. Mm -hmm. Ooh, just saying. Anyway, our next battle pits. Outerworldly power against otherworldly speed. One is a fighter who has saved the world, if not the galaxy, from sure destruction. The other has done the exact same, but with a slick suit of armor as well. It's Nintendo's Samus Aran versus Sega's Sonic the Hedgehog. Round three, Daniel, you Ooh. have floor. Okay, so I feel like we need to agree here. This is a fight where Samus has his ar has her arsenal, right? She has her armor, yeah. She has her guns and all that, yeah. The various suit, at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for me, I feel like all Samus needs to do to combat Sonic's speed is the ice missiles. All you gotta do is put the ice on the floor, suddenly no traction for Sonic to run. All we need, then all it takes is one good shot um, with, with, his, with the power beam, and boom, you're dead. And in terms of defense, all we need, need to do is get into the morph ball, and it's almost near impenetrable. You know... I really disagree with you on pretty much everything that you just said. Because I mean, I'm shocker, shocker. I mean, like, sure, you could freeze the ground. That's already an already. That's a smarter decision than trying to shoot at the thing that's faster than the speed of sound. But Sonic is also very well versed in ice. Regardless, he's run on icy ground before. That's not new territory. And all of the enemies that Sonic fights is made out of metal. So having and he's spin dashed without any assistance, mind you, through entire battleships. So. 
when Samus goes into a little metal ball, I would take the spiky ball over it. And Sonic could throw, he could punch, he could spin dash. We don't even need to talk about the Chaos Emeralds. Um, like even like without that assistance, I think the speed would overall overwhelm Samus pretty easily because he could also close the distance instantly. And so I think Sonic just has a more he has a more mobility faced uh, mobility based combat that Samus would not be able to handle, as most of her abilities come from aiming her gun. Like it, it's not really a good matchup for her, to be honest with you. Like yeah, yeah, actually, I'll be, I'll, I'll be great. I'll be like, I'll be the conceding here. This is gonna be a tough matchup for Samus because I'm always of the belief that speed trumps power. So, ooh, this was a tough one for me. To and try if to you want to talk with. even canon, Sonic has fought Mega Man, which is a very similar type as Samus. So he also is equipped to handle people with one shooty arm. So is that one of the Archie comics? Maybe. Um, okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, when you have a guy that can cut through metal very easily and can dodge things very easily and can also run on ice, as proven through 20 years of games, I, it's not looking that hot. Yeah. And even if he flies, Sonic can jump. This and she can't even really fly. So, yeah. yeah. It's not good for her. She's a great girl, but it's a tough look. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let the side here, but I wouldn't be surprised if this one is a loss on my end. It's a tough matchup. You I, are I got talking I, to the person who knows everything about the character. So. And also, I am talking to the biggest Sonic fan I know. So, probably you in the world for all I care. That's it's, for a sure. curse. it's a curse. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, then, let's, uh, let's take a little bit of a halftime show, shall we? Get some oh, a halftime in. show? Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. Get, get some sponsors in, and then... Uh, We'll be back at it with a couple more with our with the with the two fights that I've been really excited to announce. See you guys in a bit. And we're back. Hope you guys got some popcorn, took a quick restroom break, and are ready for more action because these last two fights. I think are going to be an absolute doozy, you guys. Some more Sega wins. Let's go. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for Nintendo. Uh, I'm more I of an Xbox person, I, I, I guess, in this case, but. <laughs> oh, get out of here. But uh, somebody's got to represent Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> he is sick. Let's get Kevin Kelly on here on this thing. <laughs> oh, we can do that as part of a sequel for sure. Anyway, round four, ladies and gentlemen. Our next two fighters seem to be a match made in heaven. A clever captor versus a dark-haired damsel. But the person in distress may not be who you think it is. It's, uh, it is Streets of Rage, very own Helen, Blaze Fielding versus Nintendo's powerhouse, Donkey Kong. Oh, oh, oh wow. Four. You have the floor, Sega Man. Okay, so... Blaze, what a badass. That's why I'm going to start with this. So Blaze is very well versed in kicking ass. That's kind of her hobby. That's her side hustle. That's kind of her reason to exist is to beat the life out of anyone in front of her. And Donkey Kong is good at slapping the ground and eating bananas. So also, you want to talk about, say, like body type. Don't Donkey forget the bongos. Don't, oh, that is true. Don't, the don't forget are... my Donkey Konga. Just saying. That, yeah, he does have a rap, and that is very intimidating. Mm -hmm. But um, Donkey Kong is obviously a bigger, stronger body, but 
Blaze, even in Streets of Rage 4, but you can look at any of them. She's fought wrestlers just his size, opponents regularly his size, if not bigger. She just took down a mech in Streets of Rage 4, a giant mech. So mm-hmm. when it comes, like I mean, like even metal isn't a problem for her. So when it comes to punching a very big, slow gorilla, I'm not worried about it. And if you want to get into like uber technicality, Blaze does have an invulnerable move. So, because when she does her kickflip, at least in Streets of Rage 4, sorry, her backflip, she is invulnerable during those frames. So, if she plays those cards right with her grabs and throws and her aerials, because she also has Donkey Kong beaten the aerial game, for sure, as well. So, I think that she's pretty well equipped to handle this fight, to be honest with you. Dan? He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. (laughs) He's finally back to kick some tail. His coconut gun can fire in spurts. If he shoots you, it's gonna hurt. He's bigger, faster, and stronger too. I don't think he's faster. It's the first member of the DK crew. Huh. Alright. So everyone likes to think that Donkey Kong is this big, dumb gorilla. And that's simply not the case here. He is way more smart than people give him credit for. All it, you know, it takes down, it takes a lot of a brain power to be able to take down the Kremlings three games in a row. Is it? And all, it is. It is. And and you think he's just all about the uh, slapping the ground and eating bananas? No, 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 my friend. This is a powerhouse among powerhouses. This guy was able to uh, punch King K. Rool through a freaking helicopter with one hit. And this is after he's been tortured for God knows how long. That that dude is a like just a paragon of strength and yeah sure blaze might have some fancy moves some good athletics but it just takes one hit to knock someone out and that's what donkey kong is he is a one hit wonder that's all it will take from donkey kong and also he is much more uh what's the word i'm looking for um durable than you think i'm sorry he is not stupid he is a nut Bro, do you do you see the way he looks at bananas now that's his driving force for like breathing but no i do think that this matchup is definitely another speed versus strength like on steroids where like if donkey kong doesn't land a hit which i'll admit mm-hmm. is unlikely blaze will have her way because she knows but at the same time it, at the same time donkey kong is a brick wall he can take a lot of hits that's so it's also, it is it's also like a uh, endurance test also in that end but again, I mean, I think that he would have to take a lot of hits if a woman that can break steel with her bare hands can just keep on doing that at top speed. So can Donkey Kong. So can Donkey Kong. And he doesn't need, I think he doesn't need a big windup. It takes a swing, one swing. That's all he needs. She does also have an ability that can just knock him upwards, at least in Streets of Rage 4. So if she lands that ultimate move, then Donkey Kong's left in the air vulnerable. Then you can have Blaze get a juggle and then continue to juggle. And then that's it. We're getting juggle tactics. Yeah, into a grab and throw and repeat. Like, come on, you know. No, it's definitely a hard fight for Blaze. I I will admit it is not an easy fight for Blaze. But it's definitely possible. She she could take like a hit. Probably. She she's pretty badass. She could probably like take. I mean, she is. She is. So whether or not she yeah a hit maybe and who knows maybe she take a few more from donkey kong but again it's an it's a it's a speed versus endurance and power here yeah 100 percent. all right again we will let you guys decide who is the winner in this matchup Ooh. all right antonio our big grand finale Alrighty. four events down and one to go you guys know what fighters you have left the audience mm-hmm. doesn't and there is a reason 
why I chose this match. This was actually the first matchup that I uh, that I thought of when I saw this list of characters. I'm like, this this has to be the main event. So uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, our main event. These two fighters have become legendary icons in their own realms, each building a legacy that stands peer to no other. Both of these combatants have honed their fists, but even greater than that, they share a passion for the race. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Falcon of F-Zero versus the Dragon of Dojima. Captain oh, God. versus Kazuma Kiryu. Daniel, you have the floor. How dare you, Jake, bring <laughs> Kazuma Kiryu into this? Bro, I gotta know what powerhouses I have at my disposal, and he's one of them. I know, but at the same time, Kiryu's just a man, dude. Captain Falcon is an intergalactic bounty hunter who races for fun. All right. Yeah. Cosmo Kiryu is just a man who took down multiple crime syndicates and races for fun. You're telling me that Captain Falcon has not taken down multiple crime syndicates in space. Well, if we're talking about fighting, I mean, a viewer just to be like, oh, yeah, he's in his car. Like, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Captain Falcon is way more than his car. All oh, right. The Blue Falcon is cool. Don't get me wrong. Falcon punch. But Captain Falcon is no no he's not just got the ones he's got the falcon kick the falcon dive he is a speedster he is a one of the fastest players in smash and for a good reason because that dude is a beast and i love cosmic Kiryu. this hurts to say first of all it really does cosmic is a paragon of manliness but captain falcon that's a god among men and uh, oh i have i have some stuff to say after like the match after the argument's over because there is like a headcanon i would have here in this case Okay, now, I, your argument is slightly compelling, but one thing, and you probably know more than me, but with Kiru, the uh, pronunciations are not my strong suit, so just forgive me ahead of time. We won't forgive you over this, don't okay. worry. But across, like, the seven games that have come out, the amount of, and I realize protagonists differ here and there, but the amount mm -hmm. of ways alone he has learned to kick ass alone will put Captain Falcon on the hot seat. Like, yeah. Captain Falcon has some, he's fast and he has some hard punches, but so does my boy. He has all the hard training of the Yakuza. And then if there is anything, and I mean anything in that space with them, from a mouse to a bat, Captain Falcon's in trouble. Because that yeah. man will take any object and make a pinata out of any person. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but I would love to see Kiryu pick up the Blue Falcon and slam Captain Falcon <laughs> with it. And the reason I, is that's a very real threat. That man is so cracked. That is a yeah. legitimate threat. She <laughs> is very, like, unassumingly strong when you think about it. Because you have you, to think, like, Cap Captain Falcon, he, he's very strong and very fast, yes, but he's not really dealing with, like, complicated maneuvers, if that makes sense. Like, he's just worried, worrying about punching the guy and kicking the guy. While uh, Kiru, he is in more strategic situations more often. He is used to figuring out how to handle multiple enemies at once and what stance to use to do X, Y, and Z. And if there is an item, how do I use it? Maybe, God forbid, if there's a phone booth nearby, Captain Falcon loses. Flat out. <laughs> no question. Um... But I think that Captain Falcon wouldn't be prepared for someone who knows what they're doing to, to the degree of my boy. The, the way he can close distance, the way he can do damage, get out of it, get back into it. He can punch. He can kick. He's a Zuku Midoriya. He's just everywhere. And I, I really don't know if Captain Falcon's ready for that because he might also underestimate his opponent. Because one thing we know about Captain Falcon is that he really likes himself.
And there could be a good chance where it's like, here's just this buff, normal guy. What can he do? And then here comes a car, you know? So, <laughs> so I don't know, man. I think that he has a real chance to kick his ass. It would you definitely have made this the main event. It's a fight I would actually love to see in real for real. It's a, it's a fight that's very possible. I mean, that fight is pretty much just like one reversal away from the victor. But mm-hmm. to be, at the same time, has Captain Falcon done many reversals? You don't really know what kind of combat that he's done compared to a Yakuza, who's used to all these really sketchy situations, more adrenaline situations of here is a knife pointed at me and I have nothing but a table in front of me. <laughs> or he, you know, you I, know, you, you know I, so. would, I would love to make more arguments for Captain Falcon and help out as well. But uh, unfortunately, they haven't released a sequel since GameCube. So that's yeah. also the biggest that's a tough sell. That's a, that's a tough sell on my end also. Nintendo. Yeah, he's no, also dated. No, so hmm. he, the boomer might get beat. That being said, after this argument is done, Captain Falcon's a title. And if there's a person who deserves a title of Captain Falcon, is that man, Kazuma Kiryu. That's all yep. I want to say. Little do we know it's actually the same person the whole time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that would, makes no sense. Oh I my God. Uh, so, yeah, that's our final matchup, guys. Um, who do you guys think won? Um, obviously, B and Jacob. Sonic. Here, McGabe. I mean, if this. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up, who wants Sonic? Just all of them. Sonic won everything. <laughs> Sonic the best. Yeah, I'll I mean, put that as a third option. <laughs> Sonic comes in and beat Sega and Nintendo included. <laughs> anyway, if you guys want to find, you know, if you guys want to vote on who won, obviously now that this episode's out, we have a poll going on our Twitter at New Game NG Plus Podcast. You can vote on each of the matchups if you want to give us an exact argument on why um, certain so and so would win. Email us at uh ng plus podcast at gmail.com if you want to yell at me uh antonio or jacob you can hit us up on our social so antonio kick us off you guys can find me streaming at twitch at twitch.tv slash akl trifecta as well as twitter and facebook also akl trifecta and jacob i also stream on twitch.tv slash the groovitude and on twitter you can find me at jacob broderoki and if you want to yell at me go for it because i get yelled at a lot for my takes Oh, trust me, he does. <laughs> and you can find myself at the at Perpetual Player on Twitter and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Perpetual Player One and on Facebook and Instagram as the Perpetual Player One. Jacob, I wanted to say after this all argument, this was probably one of the funniest episodes we've done in a long time. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys bringing me on. This I did not know we were going the direction of throwing hands, but I'm very glad we did. I'm glad we did too, and uh, we would love to have you on for another episode. It might be a sequel to this. It might be something else. But yeah, holy yeah. crap, you have a you have like a easy open like short list of people we want to have on the show again soon. Oh well, I appreciate that very much, and I would come on in a heartbeat. So I'm just a message away. Mm-hmm. And if you guys like what we do, please give us a rating, a uh, comment on our uh, on our page on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever listening to your podcast. Please share with your friends. Let them know that we are you know semi-professional podcasters who are semi-funny some of the times. <laughs> really selling ourselves up here, here guys. Um, but as always, um, guys, stay safe, stay, uh, stay indoors, wear your mask, and always and always continue to do amazing things. And we'll see you on the next episode of New Game Plus. Bye, everybody. See I love ya. you. I love you too.